You know that feeling when you walk into your home, take a deep breath, and feel new? Well, that's what it's like to use Clorox Sentiva. Because Clorox Sentiva smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox, and feels like energy. It'll elevate any cleaning routine to not just clean, but also make every room smell like a tropical coconut getaway. Discover how Clorox Sentiva's powerful clean and refreshing scents can transform your space. Get yours in coconut or other fabulous scents at a nearby retail store. Tired of endless diets and weight loss struggles? It's time to say goodbye to frustration and hello to results. Introducing Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD, your breakthrough solution to fight stubborn body fat. Imagine burning fat, balancing glucose levels, and regulating metabolism in just 12 weeks. This unique two-in-one product combines the power of two clinically studied ingredients in one revolutionary formula. Berberine, which targets abdominal fat, and OEA, which curbs your appetite, with just two capsules Today, Smart Metabolic Burn by BrainMD can kickstart your metabolism, fight stubborn body fat, especially that pesky abdominal fat, and support your weight management journey. Right now, save over 30% on Smart Metabolic Burn at GetSmartBurn.com, the lowest price anywhere. That's GetSmartBurn.com. Don't delay. Transform your life with Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. Our products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Moments like my daughter telling me a new joke mean a lot to me. But after being diagnosed with metastatic breast cancer, or MBC, which is breast cancer that is spread to other parts of the body, they mean even more. I take Ibrance, Palpocyclib. Ibrance 125 milligram tablets with an aromatase inhibitor is for adults with HR positive HER2 negative NBC as the first hormonal based therapy. Ask your doctor about Ibrance and visit Ibrance.com. Ibrance may cause low white blood cell counts that may lead to serious infections. Ibrance may cause severe inflammation of the lungs. Both of these can lead to death. Tell your doctor right away if you have new or worsening symptoms, including trouble breathing, shortness of breath, cough, or chest pain. Before taking Ibrance, tell your doctor if you have fever, chills, or other signs of infection, liver or kidney problems, are or plan to become pregnant, or are breastfeeding. Common side effects include low red blood cell and low platelet counts, infections, tiredness, nausea, sore mouth, abnormalities in liver blood tests, diarrhea, hair thinning or loss, vomiting, rash, and loss of appetite. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. Welcome to Checking In with Michelle Williams, a production of iHeartRadio and The Black Effect. Welcome. 
we have heard this word narcissism we've heard the word narcissist but did you know that it's also a personality disorder yes a person can be diagnosed by a psychiatrist and it is called narcissistic personality disorder well we are going to find out so much more on this upcoming episode of checking in everybody today is a great day it's a great day first of all because guess what we are alive we are present we are breathing and we have another day to check in the explore page on instagram is amazing because when someone posts something that gets a lot of engagement and attention it pops up and i'm so glad that dr jamie zuckerman is one of those folks who popped up on my feed, started following her instantly. She's probably like, what in the world? Yes, 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 yes. She's a nationally known expert on narcissism, a narcissistic abuse relationship coach, and licensed clinical psychologist, and appears as the go-to expert for local Philadelphia Fox, CBS, ABC, and more. Please welcome Dr. Jamie Zuckerman to Checking In. That was a heck of an introduction. <laughs> Listen, my folks, honey, Angela and Samantha here at Checking In, we do not play about our guests. I want to uh, come on here every day and hear that. <laughs> <laughs> we'll give it to you. We'll copy and paste it. So the next time you go someplace, they have this same introduction. You said you've been sick. It was some weird viral vocal. Par- I don't even know what it was, but it was it was it was bad. It was bad. Well, were you about to say vocal paralysis? So it, they didn't say that specifically, but it was some nerve damage like within my throat muscle. T- but for me not to be able to talk, I mean, I'm sure some people were thrilled, but it was really frustrating because I couldn't do my work. So, you know, I'm sure my kids were happy, but it was it was a real pain. So that slowly starting to come back, but it was it was it was nuts. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Oh, thank you, know, you. Like you said, I mean, we use our voice for a living. Um, yeah. and so when we can't use it for one reason or another, especially sickness, that can definitely have an effect. You know, how did you go through that? You're a psychologist. You're a mental yeah. health expert. So I'm definitely going to ask, how how are you as an expert handling something that could literally have a person going go into a depression or an anxiety fit, panic attack, anxiety attack? Definitely had anxiety about this, not going <laughs> to lie. Um, I yeah. think, you know, I, I look at it kind of as it's, it's a normal response to a very abnormal situation. You know, I think it would be weird if I wasn't anxious about it, to be honest with you, because in my head, I'm thinking, oh my gosh, I have to cancel patients. I have to cancel appearances. Um, and what if I do it, but then my voice just checks out right in the middle of it because that's what would happen. So yeah, it was very anxiety provoking for sure. Mm. Um, and then you feel guilty because you know you schedule all these things and you have to cancel on people, which I hate canceling on people. You know, everybody works hard. Everybody changes their schedules. Mm -hmm. So yeah, it's stressful for Mm -hmm. sure. So anxiety, absolutely 100%. Dr. Jamie, thank you so much for saying that anxiety is a normal response to something abnormal. Oh, yes. Yes. And then secondly, you said you would have been concerned if you didn't have anxiety. Yes. I want to park there for a minute. So when a person feels like they didn't have anxiety to something that they should normally have anxiety with, what would you say is going on with that person? 
So I think, I think anxiety gets a bad reputation. So I'll start with that. You know, if we didn't have anxiety, you and I would cross the street and not look both ways. We just wouldn't mm. think to, we wouldn't care to. So anxiety keeps us safe. It motivates us. It gives us information about our world. Um, too much anxiety can be debilitating, but no anxiety at all when it probably would make sense to can give us this kind of numbness or this apathy, not caring really. So if, if it was something significant and somebody wasn't anxious and it wasn't just that they had really, really solid coping skills, I would look at it as avoidance. What are they not really sure. dealing with to allow okay. themselves to sit with that discomfort? Um, are they doing something to avoid that discomfort? And that's when things like overworking comes in or drinking or you know that kind of stuff to avoid what's really going on. Yes, yes. I know men in particular, someone I know, you know, suffered something very traumatic and they've just been working, 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 working. And they don't like to say, if you say, how are you doing? They're not going to say, you know, I'm a, I'm a little anxious because they believe that you're bringing something into existence. That's right. But it's a normal thing. I, I get what they're saying. They want to stay in that positive mindset. Oh, sure. We all do. Of course. But I look at it like this. I look at it as like a wave, right? So if you're in the ocean and you see a wave coming, no matter what you do, that wave is going to crash, right? No matter what you do. So you have two choices. You can stand there and be prepared for it to wash over you, put your feet in the ground, stand Mm. as, you know, tall as you can, know it's coming, let it wash over you. And then it's, it's gone. Or you can stand there with your hands against it, struggling with all your might, using up all your energy, ignoring all the stuff you need to do, ignoring your likes, your family, whatever, exhausting yourself. And it's going to knock you over anyway. And it's going to knock you over and you're going to tumble and it's going to be a hell of a lot harder to get up than if you stand there and let it kind of crash over you. So either way, you're going to feel it. It's just a matter of how you want to feel it. That's so good, Dr. Z. (laughs) Yesterday, I slammed my hand in the door. Ugh. And could you imagine if I tried to act like it wasn't throbbing and right. swollen? I even thought it was disfigured a little bit, but I think it was just because it was swollen. But if someone were to ask me, how you doing? In that moment, I, I'm i going to be like, my hand is in pain. Yeah. Yeah. I, it's throbbing versus, oh, I'm good. Everything's fine. Right. Now, There are people who, are we really ready for that answer though? My hand is throbbing. I'm in a lot of pain. Mm Because some people don't know how to handle that real truth. We are accustomed to the high pitched, oh no, I'm okay, everything's fine. Correct. And then that other person goes on about their business. That's right. You know, versus like, if I really say my hand is throbbing and I'm in pain, I'm curious to like what that other person's response would be to my immediate pain. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, and I feel like too, with that, it depends on who's around you. If it's somebody that knows you well, you know, and they know that you need help, they'll, they'll maybe keep pushing you to, to get yeah. it, right? They won't let you go there. But yeah. if it's somebody who doesn't really know you and you're giving out this vibe that, that you're good, you don't need anything, you're great, you're not going to get the help. And it's probably difficult for you to, you know, for people to ask for help, but then you become more isolated. That's so good. That's so good. How do we level the playing field for all entrepreneurs? 55% of white businesses survive the startup phase while only 4% of black businesses do the same. So I want every black entrepreneur to know about the One Million Black Businesses Initiative. The One Million Black Businesses Initiative is an award-winning program 
created by Shopify and Operation Hope. They're on a mission to start, grow, and scale 1 million black businesses by 2030, driving wealth creation for the black community. Out of 6 million employer-owned businesses in the U.S., only 2.3% have black ownership. This program gives black entrepreneurs tools and resources to level the playing field, from free business coaching to tailored training and extended free Shopify trial. Shopify's made a 10-year, multi-million dollar commitment to the program, and it's working. The initiative already started, supported, and engaged with over 334,000 black businesses, helping them operate businesses that sell anything from skateboards to coffee beans to apparel. Business owners love this program. Simone Harvin, founder of SC Creative Group, says, The 1 million black businesses experience for me was unlike any other program I've been a part of, primarily because it was for us and it was by us. Here at Drink Champs, we are always interacting with our listeners, many being black entrepreneurs. Shopify is one of those platforms that empowers and emboldens entrepreneurship. So chart your own path for business success with the 1 Million Black Businesses Initiative and Shopify. Bring your business to Shopify with an exclusive offer at shopify.com slash B-E-N, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash B-E-N. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Tired of endless diets and weight loss struggles? It's time to say goodbye to frustration and hello to results. Introducing Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD, your breakthrough solution to fight stubborn body fat. Imagine burning fat, balancing glucose levels, and regulating metabolism in just 12 weeks. This unique two-in-one product combines the power of two clinically studied ingredients in one revolutionary formula. Berberine, which targets abdominal fat, and OEA, which curbs your appetite. With just two capsules a day, Smart Metabolic Burn by BrainMD can kickstart your metabolism, fight stubborn body fat, especially that pesky abdominal fat and support your weight management journey. And right now, save over 30% on Smart Metabolic Burn at GetSmartBurn.com. The lowest price anywhere. That's GetSmartBurn.com. Don't delay. Transform your life with Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. Our products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. 
Choose from thousands of in-stock styles, ready for next day installation, and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. We have had another doctor or two. We've discussed narcissism on checking in, but you know, it's good to go deeper and deeper, especially with someone where, yes, you are a licensed clinical psychologist, but you decided you're kind of just, this is your specific area of expertise and practice. Mm-hmm. I mean, I still obviously see people with anxiety because you anxiety do. naturally comes from this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, it's kind of hard to separate the, the two. Okay. Um, so relationship but, yeah. issues, depression, other mood disorders, you yeah. also in private practice still see people that are dealing yeah. with that grief, loss. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. But this has kind of become, um, yeah, I guess a bit of a specialty um, over the years. Mm. So it's fascinating. I think it's, and I think it's very much needed. I'll say. Okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Is it from personal experience or was it a lot of core people coming to you and you're like, there's a common thread of about 20 people I'm seeing that are dealing with. Yeah. Ah, okay. So it was, a, it was a combination of things. One was when I went into private practice many years ago, I would see this, this pattern exactly like you said this pattern of people mostly women that I was seeing at the mm. time but men also coming in with this same almost blueprint of relationship issues and you know and I'm I would be, listen to it and I would hear it and it, it, it you could tell it was narcissism but in our minds the way we were trained narcissism is so rare it's so rare it's like it's such a small percentage of the population however it's also because nobody with narcissistic personality disorder steps foot in treatment Rarely, maybe one percent. They never really make change, even if they go to therapy. It's extremely short lived. The change is very um, is very minimal, and so the patterns just keep going and going and going. So I was seeing a lot of women who were experiencing th- these types of relationships, and then I just started kind of getting into it a little bit more on Instagram and on social media, and the feedback I was getting was one of like, like like a. Oh my God, this is my life. Thank you so much. And I, and I realized how many people this, this story they felt like was theirs. It was the same story with different people. And then I personally, my closest, closest friend at the time was going through a divorce with somebody who was a narcissist. And I unfortunately had a front row seat to it. And it was absolutely it was horrifying. And so I think that coupled with that and, and and the social media awareness of it, it just really kind of grew from there. And I realized that, you know, one of the things that was missing was almost this preventative medicine in a sense mm. that, that once you're in it, it's really tough to get out of it. And it's a different type of focus. But if we can get the information out there to prevent people from getting in it in the first place, then, then I feel like we really can make some, some change. So that's where that started. That's so good. And because we're hearing this, are people using the word wrong? Yes. Okay. Yes. <laughs> all the time. It infuriates me. <laughs> now, what? Okay. You can either answer one or both. What is a okay. narcissist or what is narcissism? Which one is best to answer? So, narcissism can be like, um, 
you know, people have narcissistic traits, let's say. So, you know, sometimes let's say you're in your area of expertise, whatever that may be, right? Like if you're an athlete or you're a teacher or whatever it is in those moments, like, you know what you're doing, you're in charge, you got it together. Like you, you're the expert. And so your narcissistic traits, not bad, just they come out more. It's what makes you kind of motivated and good at what you do. The difference is, is that when you're doing something that's not in that domain where you know you don't have all the information or you know that you need to learn or be objective, you're able to reel it back, right? That's healthy personality style. So that narcissism, you know, it it has such a bad rap now, but narcissistic, like when you say somebody is narcissistic, people will say someone's narcissistic, excuse my language, just if they're like an asshole, but that's like not the same thing. Mm -hmm. Somebody who has narcissistic personality disorder is not the same thing as somebody who comes off as cocky or conceited or, you know, chronic infidelity or, you know, abuse. It's a very specific type of Mm -hmm. abuse and a very specific type of personality style. Um, So, you know, saying someone's a narcissist really waters down what it really is. And it really invalidates the experiences of survivors who have gone through narcissistic abuse. I'll even see this when I post things on like TikTok or Instagram about um, you know, five things that a narcissist may do. And somebody will say, my ex does number one, two, and four. Does that mean they're a narcissist? And so I even have to be careful when I post mm. things to let people know, these are just behaviors. You don't use any of this to diagnose anybody because any one of us could do any of this occasionally. A personality disorder is when this is your entire kind of persona in all domains of your life, not just with one person some of the time. Got it. Got it. So as far as a person that has traits, so the traits are there, they're in you. Traits are DNA. Sometimes, not all the time. They could be learned. They can be learned patterns. traits. Because I was about to say yeah. certain traits come from our mother and father. Correct. Okay. So right. we got that. So maybe yep. the uh, a person that procrastinates, is that something that was learned or di- is that a trait from the mother and father? I guess if you get where I'm going, if a person has narcissistic traits, could their parents, mm-hmm. could one of their parents have those traits? Yes, but but absolutely not necessary to. They could mm. have other things where the child, in order to get through their upbringing, develop certain strategies in response to those parental traits so that they could get through life. So okay. for example, um, let's we'll use procrastination as an example. So let's say that you have a parent who is extremely controlling, extremely perfectionistic, expects their child to like, you have all A's, why don't you have all A pluses? You won this, why don't you win all of them? You know, you weigh 100 pounds, why don't you weigh 99 mm. pounds? So just really on you, really strict. So that child could grow up thinking nothing they ever do is right. Right. And so they have this constant fear of failure mm. and letting people down and splitting. So they may overcompensate for that by trying so hard throughout their life to be perfectionistic. The problem is, is that perfectionists have this horrible fear of failure. And so what they do, the reason why they procrastinate is because if they don't start it, well, then they can never really fail because it, the control is on them whether to start it or not. And so you end up having procrastination perfectionism kind of go hand in hand. So that would be a perfect example of how the parent may not be a procrastinator, 
But by coping with that, the child becomes one over the child time. Becomes one. Okay. Did you find over time? Because everybody that's going to be listening to this is probably going to be wondering: Was I ever in relationship with a narcissist? Was my mm-hmm. was my parent a narcissist? Mm-hmm. I found that in one relationship that I was in, I felt like what was happening was so hard to explain. I couldn't put yes. words to it, but I just recall how it made me feel. Mm-hmm. Now mm-hmm. that we're getting some more awareness and language, I'm like, God bless this person's soul. I believe underneath all the rubble, I believe they're a good person. But I'm like, I wonder if that that was narcissism because it's it's almost hard to explain. And all I right. all I remember all I could do was just tell people how something was making me feel. Yeah, very common. And the reason a lot of times why you can't explain it for two reasons. One, because if you actually say it out loud, it sounds absolutely crazy. Like there's no way. And then you'll doubt yourself. Like that can't be what's happening. Like, wow, am I a bad person for even thinking that way? That's one. And two, if it's narcissistic abuse, it's done in such a methodical, calculated, purposeful way so that the person who they're abusing isn't able to even identify what's going on because they're either isolated from other people or they're just constantly on edge, constantly confused, scared. And so they can't even put it into words, nor do they even want to. Mm. Wow. Do you think that there is still so much to learn as it relates to the word narcissism? Oh, for sure. You feel like, okay, depression and anxiety, we kind of, but narcissism is just something kind of, being unearthed then. Yeah, because I think for a long time, you know, I think with social media, it came out a lot more with, you know, obviously you have to be cautious who you're listening to and what information you're getting. But um, when people started sharing their stories, that was when it really became kind of more out in the open because survivors of narcissistic abuse are, are so isolated emotionally, physically, that they don't ever talk about it. And they question whether it's even real or not. And so when they hear other people talking about it, it's like this moment of empowerment. They have this like epiphany, like, oh my God, that's my story. Wait, I'm not alone. I'm not crazy. So I think hearing other people's stories was so helpful, especially during the pandemic. It was so helpful for people to hear this stuff because people were home in these relationships with no way out. And that's when it really started to, I think, kind of people were talking about it yeah, more and more. Yeah. How does a person know if what they're dealing with, if what they're dealing with is narcissism in their partner or they're just having a bad day? Excellent question. So somebody who has narcissistic personality disorder, won't it won't just be a bad day. They will be purposely manipulative, no empathy, abusive verbally, physically, Mm -hmm. sexually, financially, long-term. This isn't something that's just, you know, we wake up, we're in a bad mood, like we yell at our kids or we yell at our significant other or we cancel plans on our friends. That's, That's not this. This is a pervasive pattern throughout their entire life across all relationships. Now, they may seem extremely charming in public. 
They may seem extremely giving, philanthropic. They may seem just wonderful, larger than life. Everybody loves them Mm -hmm. in public. But behind closed doors are horrifically abusive. They just want to be seen giving. Yes. You know, they'll show up to your birthday party to let everybody feel like it's for show. It's performance. It's a performance. It's a facade. It's a performance. They are amazing actors. And so here's the thing I'll say, you know, people will will ask, you know, well, how do you know? And so if you listen carefully, people say, well, they have no control over their anger. They have no control over that. Yeah, they do. Narcissists 100% do because Mm. they can turn it off and be so charming and sweet. But then you get home from an event, you get home from dinner and the mask falls off and now they are angry, ragey, um, physically violent. But if somebody were to knock on the door, Oh, hi, how are you? And they switch it on and off so fast. So somebody that doesn't have control over their emotions is not yeah. capable of doing that. They know exactly what they're doing. So you have to, so it's, it, when you set a boundary with them, when you say no to them, when people are dating in the beginning and they're questioning, is this person I'm dating a narcissist? I always say to them, cancel plans with them. See what they do. Mm-hmm. Say no to them. Tell them you want to take it a little slower. See what they do. Y'all, Dr. Z says, narcissists don't show up for you because they care. They show up so people think that they care. She says, I always tell my patients to look at the function of the behavior, the underlying why someone does what they do. With NPD, which is a narcissistic personality disorder, which must be diagnosed, ladies and gentlemen, (laughs) that function will always be because it gives them something. It actually isn't even about you. You're the vehicle through which their needs are met. Yes. Oh, see, then I want to dig to what unmet needs as a child Mm -hmm. went unmet for this to kind of morph into this. Mm -hmm. And it's amazing that it is called a personality disorder. Yeah. I mean, the the one very fascinating thing about narcissistic personalities that I will say this, you look at depression, you look at anxiety, Look at bipolar disorder, schizophrenia, um, even some of the other personality disorders, like borderline personality disorder. They can all manifest very differently in different people, different ages, you know, like even where you are in the world. I mean, they manifest differently. If I get anxious or frustrated, I start to get migraines. You know, somebody else may get stomachache. Somebody else may Mm -hmm. isolate. So everybody experiences it differently. Narcissistic personality disorder, doesn't matter who you are, where you are, where you come from, the behaviors are identical and they are such nuanced small behaviors that it's amazing that it's it's all the same across the board it's a very distinct blueprint okay but what happens then is that once people start to see these blueprints they're able then to predict and when you're able to predict somebody's behavior then you start to feel empowered because then you realize it's not about you. It actually has nothing to do with you, which mm-hmm. goes back to what you were just mm-hmm. saying, that it's just, we're just the object, yeah. interchangeable object. It ain't something I say, you said it. This was in, <laughs> this was in your post from uh, January 25th. You're good. You're good. You're good. You're good. Y'all, she's amazing. She also says you learn way more about a person at the end of a relationship oh, yeah. than at the start. We could go on and on and on. 
Yes, she said this applies to friendship, significant others, co-workers, family, all of it applies. Speaking of family, let's talk about the possibility of narcissistic parents. Let's do that. I find that when a person goes to therapy and gets some counseling, you begin to get language for what you're going through, why and how you cope with what you're going through. But then it's always that geneagram that is asked. So what, who's your parents? Who are their siblings? Who are they? You got to go back to the root of a lot of, even my behavior has a root. Mm-hmm. We're not saying our parents are the cause of how we respond to situations. So no, that's not what we're doing. We're not mm-hmm. blaming parents. But I find that when you get counseling, you are able to see your parents through a very educational lens. I love that. Yes. Having compassion, Mm -hmm. like, oh man, so they were going through this, man. I hate that maybe Mm -hmm. their childhood wasn't the Mm -hmm. best and they didn't get love. So you begin to have compassion, like, man, instead of the blame and anger for Mm -hmm. me turned into compassion, like Mm -hmm. man, right? Now, ladies and gentlemen that are listening. That's tough to do. Yeah, and by the way, and, and I'm preface, I'm saying I'm prefacing all of this because of what therapy did for me to recognize my own parents' behaviors and their struggles interpersonally and how they were as parents. This, These questions, these next questions I'm about to ask have nothing to do with me. Like, oh my gosh, let's determine who was narcissistic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I just wanted people to know context-wise of what therapy did for me as parents and what therapy is Mm -hmm. probably doing for other people who are probably getting help being in a narcissistic relationship with a romantic relationship. And then you find out, man, my dad or my mom, or you might, Mm -hmm. uh, uncle or aunt, somebody that raised you, you know, possibly has this disorder, Dr. Jamie. Mm -hmm. Yep. So one of the things you'll find is that when you, if you are in therapy um, and you're kind of either trying to figure out if you're in a narcissistic relationship or if I'm working with people to leave or post-separation because the abuse continues even after you're separated, what people find is that the pattern that they're experiencing in this abusive relationship is either something that feels familiar to them or something that that is in, a, in an odd way, comforting. Now, I don't say comforting and familiar because they like it, mm-hmm. but comforting mm-hmm. and familiar because they've seen this mm. before. And again, it doesn't have to be, you know, if you're with somebody who's a narcissist, that means a parent was a narcissist. It can be just, you know, you could have had a parent that was neglectful. And so your strategies, you know, developed into, well, I'm not going to let anyone ever neglect me or leave me. So I'm going to put up this wall. And then later in life, that translates into narcissism. So, you know, whatever the case may be, but... Mm. People will start to identify patterns in, they are very big on patterns of behavior. Not just the, you know, tell me how your week was, but like, I want to know the patterns of behavior. I want to know what you're doing and when you're doing it. And so, and why you're doing it. So they'll see these patterns that they have in their dynamics of this relationship. They'll realize that the reason why it's familiar to them is because they know it. And our brains, generally speaking, are, tend to be lazy. We like familiarity. As human beings, we really are resistant to change. Mm-hmm. And so when something is familiar to us, we gravitate towards it, even if it's unhealthy. Mm. And you know, we may realize that we're repeating patterns that are familiar to us, but clearly are not healthy. 
Um, and so that awareness of that, I think, is a really big, <clears throat> big push for people, <clears throat> excuse me, in therapy, because it helps them to identify that what's going on in front of them is something that's not their, it's not their fault and that they have the ability to change their pattern because that's the wonderful thing about patterns is that patterns are learned behaviors. And if you learn something, you can unlearn it. It may take a really long time to pull back layers, but you can unlearn it. You You just have to really be willing to do it and it's going to be uncomfortable. Mm, That's so good. That's so good. So I guess how does a person recognize a narcissistic parent and healthy boundaries. You encourage healthy boundaries, even with parents. You have a relationship roadmap workshop where you help people recognize patterns and you help people to set boundaries. That's kind of new for people that I'm learning. Like, Mm -hmm. wait a minute, I can set boundaries with family members? Yes, yes, yes. So we grow up, a lot of people, and I'm throwing myself in this too, we grew up thinking that we are not allowed to have boundaries with our parents because our parents are our parents and there's a level of respect you do not cross. And, you know, and it's just kind of how it was. Mm. Um, I laugh about this all the time. I have my middle one is seven and she is as sassy as, I mean, I'm, I have never seen, and I, and I look at her and I'm thinking in my head, if I ever did anything like that. Yeah. Oh my God. I mean, forget, forget, forget it, forget it. Like forget it. And so I would have been grounded for a century. So we think that we can't set boundaries with our parents because they're our parents. But here's, here's the thing is that it doesn't matter who they are. You as a Mm. human being have a right in this world to set boundaries. You have a right as a human being. I don't care who they are to let people know how you are willing to be treated and how you will not tolerate to be treated. What they do with that information, that's on them. We can't change anyone else. But we have the right as human beings to let people know what we're willing to take and not take. So a lot of us, we don't set boundaries, nor do we may even walk away from certain things all because we're worried about their reaction. Correct. Versus what you just said, that's not on you. Their reaction is not on you. At this point, y'all, if you know you are in something unhealthy and abusive, the worry should not be about them and their reaction. It's got to be about your freedom. And at this point, y'all, quality of life that you decide that you deserve to have. I love that. Absolutely. As a, Absolutely. Yeah. And I'll have people come in all the same. They'll say, you know, Dr. Z, I, I set a boundary, but it didn't work. And I'll say, well, what do you mean it didn't work? Well, my mom still did X, Y, and Z and my dad still did X, Y, and Z. But that's not how you mm-hmm. decide whether a boundary worked or not. The boundary is, did you set it or not? Ooh. Well, yes, I did. Okay. Well, what they do in response to that is, is, is not of your concern especially with parents, you're going to feel like you're doing something wrong. You're going to feel guilty and you're going to feel bad. You need to set the boundary and at the same exact time, feel those emotions. Now set the boundary. Now, and now what I found, you know, just with people that I love, you do it in love. There is a way I think just for now you can be flat footed, be factual, Mm -hmm. you know, you, but in setting the boundary, especially with loved ones, with parents, mm-hmm. I personally wouldn't suggest cursing them out and no. throwing pots and pans. No, no, no. Correct. No, no, no. 
Correct. That's not neutral. I always tell people to strive for neutral, like neutrality, which means not rolling your eyes, not ignoring, not throwing pots and pans, not screaming, but neutral, neutral tone, neutral words, no opinions, no anything but fact, just neutral. Mm, mm, Because mm. then, then you kind of lose sight of everything. Wow. You're amazing. You're amazing. (laughs) Uh, One person knows that I am talking to you today. I always love telling people, hey, I'm talking with someone and they're an expert in this. And so they wanted to talk about narcissistic bosses. And and I'm like, wait a minute, you got a narcissistic boss? You know, so then I'm going to be going on Google to find out who their boss is. But that's that's just, we don't have to do that. And so they're saying, So many people are quitting or quiet quitting. You've heard Mm -hmm. that term quiet quitting Mm -hmm. because they're tired Mm -hmm. of overworking. How can we tell under a corporate atmosphere that our boss could be a narcissist? Yeah. So there's a couple of things. One is not all the time, but sometimes if you look at people in higher positions, right? CEOs, CFOs, or people just kind of, that are that are that are kind of higher up in their field or higher up in their industry, and they are in charge of multiple people. They tend to have more narcissistic traits, let's say, than somebody who does not. And it makes them good at their job, right? And it makes them be able to 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 navigate and manage all these people. But when you're talking about nurse, narcissistic personality disorder, there's a difference. So somebody who has a boss that is narcissistic personality disorder. Which will do a couple of things. One, they will keep you walking on eggshells. They may fly off the handle for no reason. They may be really sweet to you one day. Thing is, is you have no idea why they're switching. And so you're constantly trying to figure out what it is. It's making them, you know, trying to fi- figure out the rules of the game. But the problem is they deliberately are not telling you the rules of the game. And once you think you figured it out, they change it up again. That's on purpose. You may find that they embarrass you in meetings. They may find they purposely leave you out of meetings, leave you off certain emails on purpose. You may find that they keep information from you. They pass over you for promotion so that you then have to go speak to them. They oftentimes take credit for your work. Um, They will not give you the credit that you deserve. They will you know, go out of their way to make you feel that you don't know what you're talking about or that you are so amazing and wonderful and put you in a situation where you're this like go-to amazing, smart human being, but then bring you down just as fast by berating you, let's say in a meeting. Oh my gosh. As you're saying this, I am literally thinking about many people who are going to listen to this and have found themselves in relationship with a narcissist working for one, you got blood ties with one. And my heart is breaking on the inside, like, because you almost feel like that narcissistic person does not even value your soul. They don't. You're not a person. You're, you're an object that, and, and understand for me as a psychologist, like I help everyone. I, like my goal in life is to make everybody feel better. Right. So for me to say this, it's like when psychologists say this, we all talk about this, like for us to say this is really like, oh, we don't want to, but they view other people as interchangeable objects. So whatever it is they need in any given moment, whether it's money, whether it's sex, whether it's a job, whether it's somebody to go to dinner with, whether it's, it's, you know, just, somebody to drive them somewhere, somebody to have on their arm to look good, whatever they need in that moment, that's what they're going to use to get to you. And then when that need is gone, 
you don't serve a purpose anymore. Mm. And so it's, it's, they, they look at people as like they own, they own them. There's like an ownership quality to it that you, you are, they are entitled to you. They are entitled to what you can give them. Wow. That's why people that break up, that break like narcissistic relationships where if they break up, you know, in non-narcissistic relationships, if you break up with somebody, you may talk every now and then, but like you're not together anymore. Mm-hmm. There's no, it's, it's separate, right? And they, everyone goes on their way. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying it's not hard, but with a narcissist, they will forever think, even if you're not together, they will forever think that you are there still. Always. I know. This is not funny. But I got to, I remember telling someone, because we're still friends, and I would say, even when you walk down the aisle and they say, who giveth away this person or whatever, I'll be like, we do, because I'm still in relation. <laughs> so, wow. This is so good, Dr. Jamie. This is so good. I'm excited because you have two books called. Find your calm and find good habits. Yes. And your job, you have helped many people escape narcissistic relationships. You've helped people, you've empowered people. Tired of endless diets and weight loss struggles? It's time to say goodbye to frustration and hello to results. Introducing Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD, your breakthrough solution to fight stubborn body fat. Imagine burning fat, balancing glucose levels, and regulating metabolism in just 12 weeks. This unique two-in-one product combines the power of two clinically studied ingredients in one revolutionary formula. Berberine, which targets abdominal fat, and OEA, which curbs your appetite. With just two capsules a day, Smart Metabolic Burn by BrainMD can kickstart your metabolism, fight stubborn body fat, especially that pesky abdominal fat and support your weight management journey. And right now, save over 30% on Smart Metabolic Burn at GetSmartBurn.com. The lowest price anywhere. That's GetSmartBurn.com. Don't delay. Transform your life with Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. Our products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cashback on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024.
Become a part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry with an education from Trinity School of Natural Health. Trinity graduates can empower their communities through natural health principles and techniques, whether they go into practice to guide others toward their wellness goals or open a store to sell their favorite health products. Trinity grads are equipped to change lives. With 19 online programs and flexibility to fit your busy schedule, including the popular Certified Natural Health Professional, you can get the training that helps you turn your passion into a career And here's the best part. You can earn the certification in less than a year. From herbology to naturopathy and health coaching, Trinity allows you to make a meaningful difference by helping others live healthier, happier lives. Don't wait any longer to pursue your passion for natural health. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. I want to respect that this is what you do as a job, but at the same time, someone is listening that's probably just need to know just one. I know there's probably more than one, but what is the first thing a person needs to start doing if they want to break away from a narcissist and begin to set boundaries? I would, if you can safely get into individual therapy with somebody who is is able to understand the nuances of these behaviors. Okay. That would be, that would be my first. Okay. So that you can have somebody that's objective, that's outside of this, that you can trust that you have a safe space to begin to process what you are going through. Because at a certain point, when you point, when you realize what's going on, it's kind of this light bulb moment. Mm. And once you see it, you can't unsee it. So it's really important to be with somebody in therapy when that happens. Can you still love and support someone that is a narcissist? I think you can say that you don't want something bad to happen to them, but as far as loving them, they at that point probably have done so much abusive behavior to you mm. that it, I don't put the responsibility on people to to still have love for them. I go to a place more of can you be at peace with what happened for yourself? I think it's very hard to tell people to to work on kind of having love towards if they can that's amazing i I just i i don't like telling people that's the goal it's more of can you be at peace where whatever they do does not affect you anymore that's so good and that's that's where we come into your book how to find your calm how you can break unhelpful thought patterns practicing how to confront fears finding strategies for focusing on the present moment And I just think that um, I'm excited about this book and your mission is helping people find a path toward a calmer, happier daily life. That was the reason for that book. And then find good habits. You know, I noticed that when you're healing from a relationship, whether it was abusive or it just didn't work out. You kind of lost yourself somewhere along the way or your, oh, sure. your habits become their habits, their habits become yours. And it's like, who are you after this relationship is done? Mm-hmm. So finding good habits, can you kind of dive in? And if you want to dive into find your sure. calm before I let you go, because I could keep you on here for 40 more minutes. Oh, no, this is fun. This is fun. I like this. Oh, this is good. But I want to acknowledge, I want to acknowledge your relationship roadmap workshop and your books, find oh, your calm Thank you. and find good habits. 
So I'll start with, with find good habits. The biggest thing, and, and I like that you said, when you come out of a relationship, whether it's a narcissistic one or it's not, or it's toxic, it, you kind of lose yourself a little bit, right? That's, that's, that happens. Um, and I think it's important to, to say that that happens and it's okay. And one of the ways to kind of get yourself back is in, in the book, Find Good Habits, is I first have people do what I call as a value assessment. It's so important to figure out what it is that you value in life. And then from those values, you then make goals, tangible goals, like that hard fact goals that you can actually count and say, did I do this today? Yes or no? Mm, Not, mm. I want to be happy because I don't know what that means. You never want a goal to be a mood because moods change. This morning I was in a horrible mood. Now I'm fine. What if I like in a bad mood later on? Does that mean I fail at my goal? So moods should never be goals. They're transient states. And so you want to make sure that your goals are in line with your values. So if I value being a good psychologist, right? Let's say my goal is to make sure I do outreach once a week, to make sure I post something on Instagram once a week. Did I do that? Yes or no. And the more of those goals that I hit that are in line with what I value of being a good psychologist kind of puts me on that path to have mm. less anxiety, less stress, right? And puts me back into who I want to be. Mm. If my behavior though goes the opposite direction of the thing that I value, it puts us more at risk for anxiety and depression. So it really has to be value-driven behavior, even if it's uncomfortable. Value-driven. And you said not necessarily moods because they're transient. They change. Yeah. That's like when people say they'll come into my office and they'll say, I just, I just want to be happy. I'm like, okay, well, we, what, is, what does that look like? Because happiness for me, I'm going to go about that way differently than, than you may go about you know, happiness. And I think it's a big, it's a danger. And that's why things like you know, self-love, and I, I think they're great concepts, but, but what is self, give me behaviors. How will you know if you're loving yourself? What kind of things do you need to do that fall under the umbrella of self-love? So that's what this book helps with. That's so good. So good. <laughs> and your workshop relationship boundaries. Yes. Um, have you seen people that are already in relationships that it actually strengthens the relationships they're already in? The non-narcissistic ones? Yes, <laughs> for sure. The, the narcissistic ones? No. <laughs> I wish I could have saw her face. She was like, yes, the non, yes, the non-narcissistic. Yes, absolutely. Yes. The, non, the narcissistic ones? No, because the abuse just gets progressively worse if you don't leave. But the, the non-narcissistic ones? Absolutely. For sure. Well, because, you know, when you're in a relationship with someone... And then all of a sudden, a year goes by and they say, you know, I don't like when you do that. Mm -hmm. That kind of your pride and ego gets stung a little bit. Yes. But it makes the relationship better because that person, they probably said it with so much fear because they were probably worried about the reaction. Yes. They were sometimes we don't say things because we'd rather hold on to the relationship as well. But, Absolutely. but there are times when, when someone says, you know, what, I don't like when you do that because say it's me that they're telling that to, I didn't know that me going, yes. putting my, doing like this to my phone, with my fingernails, I didn't know that that irritates you or makes you anxious. So now that yes. I know, ah, wow, the response should be, I'm so sorry. I had no clue. Yes. So that's the difference. I'm actually use that as a perfect example. That is the difference between somebody who is 
non-narcissist versus narcissist in a relationship. If you say to somebody who maybe has narcissistic features, let's say they're selfish or whatever, they don't listen that much to you. And you tell them that, Mm -hmm. right? That, you know, this is this, this, I don't like when you do this. Somebody who has empathy, somebody who cares about how the other person feels, they're going to respond like you did. You just did. They may not agree with it, but they don't want to hurt you. Mm -hmm. And maybe they can find a compromise. Somebody who is a narcissist who hears that is going to look at that as an attack because narcissists, when they hear criticism, they take it to a, I mean, the rage. Mm -hmm. It's like you, you attack to their soul. So not only will they not hear you, but they will not make any effort whatsoever to change. And, And more importantly, it doesn't bother them that you are bothered. There's no empathy there. So, you know, sometimes when people say, how do I know it's a narcissist versus not? Because sometimes on the surface, the behaviors, the patterns may look the same. This is how. No empathy. How do they respond? No empathy, uh, no concern for, you know, not able to put themselves in other people's shoes and then using that to then manipulate you even further. Wow. Mm-mm. And ladies and gentlemen, when we hear that, we say, oh no, oh no, honey, not me. Not me, not me. And you just never know. You could find yourself. You never know. You know, because they're you're drawn to them by their charm. The love bombing, mm-hmm. all the love bombing will almost blind you to that NPD. Oh, it, there's nothing better. Yeah. And here's the thing too, you know, it's it's a people that narcissists are drawn to typically are very successful, attractive, smart have so much going for them. Why? One, because it makes the narcissist look good. But two, it's so much supply for them when they bring somebody down who was that high up. So it's not just people who are really meek and mild and vulnerable that go to narcissists. A lot of times it's, it's, it's people that are very successful and very smart and very driven. Yeah. All right. Now, because... <laughs> I'm not even driving and I feel like I need to pull over. Okay. So I can imagine someone who's listening to checking in on their ride home on your commute. You're ready to tell the the train conductor, pull over. Listen, you guys, Dr. Z, you have been an absolute joy. I tell you, I do want you to come back because I want to go into, um, I've heard, I've been reading about healthy narcissism and how, like you said, there are people who are very high up in what they do. You have to have a level of narcissism to be successful. I don't know if you do or not. You're successful, Dr. Z. My girls that are producers on here are successful. I just don't know if they're necessarily narcissists. I deem myself to be successful. I don't know if I'm narcissist. So I, I just don't know if you have to be a narcissist to be successful. You don't. Okay. You, you don't. Yeah, you, d- you don't. You, you know, and just, be, you know, narcissistic qualities, let's say, doesn't include lack of empathy, lack of remorse, not being able to see other people's side to things. I mean, you, that also is what makes a good CEO or, a, you know, somebody who's in charge of being able to hear their employees' concerns and being able to fix things to make people's lives better. So I love you that. Know, that's why I think narcissism sometimes it's, it's hard to, it's, it, it kind of gives us, I don't know, this, uh, the wrong definition for certain things. Got it. So I always use narcissistic personality disorder because I think that that kind of separates the two. That's so good. Yeah. Dr. Z, thank you again. Thank you. This was so fun. Anytime.
Where can we find you? I'm on Instagram, Dr. Z underscore psychologist and my website, drjamiezuckerman.com. Um, I'm on TikTok and yeah. Yes, she is. Yes, she is. <laughs> Y'all, I, I, I'm, I'm sad to see her go, but we've got to go and she's got to go. So I'm going to put you on the spot. You promise you'll come back again. Yes, All right. dude, yeah, absolutely. All right. This was great. All right. We'll see you later. OMG, I know y'all have been seeing this word flying around on social media. I mean, it is everywhere, whether it's the word narcissist or narcissism. And yes, we have found out that it can also be a diagnosed personality disorder, narcissistic personality disorder. A person can also have just narcissistic traits. It don't necessarily make you a narcissist, but you might have some traits. And I am so glad that Dr. Z was able to break down a few things and how narcissists actually prey upon a certain personality or they just get joy out of breaking somebody down. Y'all, Dr. Z has to come back. I hope you guys learned a lot. I know I did. I know that whenever we have these conversations, um, yes, there are certain people that pop up in my mind, but I also literally sit here and I check in with myself. I check in with my heart to make sure like, Lord, I need to pray about this and making sure that there is nothing in my heart that is contrary to the love of God that needs to be shown to everybody. Checking in with Michelle Williams is a production of iHeartRadio and The Black Effect. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Tired of endless diets and weight loss struggles? It's time to say goodbye to frustration and hello to results. Introducing Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD, your breakthrough solution to fight stubborn body fat. Imagine burning fat, balancing glucose levels, and regulating metabolism in just 12 weeks. This unique two-in-one product combines the power of two clinically studied ingredients in one revolutionary formula. Berberine, which targets abdominal fat, and OEA, which curbs your appetite. With just two capsules a day, Smart Metabolic Burn by BrainMD can kickstart your metabolism, fight stubborn body fat, especially that pesky abdominal fat, and support your weight management journey. Right now, save over 30% on Smart Metabolic Burn at GetSmartBurn.com, the lowest price anywhere. That's GetSmartBurn.com. Don't delay. Transform your life with Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. Our products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. 
Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cash back on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Become a part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry with an education from Trinity School of Natural Health. Trinity graduates can empower their communities through natural health principles and techniques, whether they go into practice to guide others toward their wellness goals or open a store to sell their favorite health products. Trinity grads are equipped to change lives. With 19 online programs and flexibility to fit your busy schedule, including the popular Certified Natural Health Professional, you can get the training that helps you turn your passion into a career And here's the best part. You can earn the certification in less than a year. From herbology to naturopathy and health coaching, Trinity allows you to make a meaningful difference by helping others live healthier, happier lives. Don't wait any longer to pursue your passion for natural health. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org.